Hey friends, it's Sherry. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about an upcoming virtual summit I'm a guest speaker at and you can attend for free. So whether you're an entrepreneur seeking to boost cash flow and leads or a career professional ready to take the leap into entrepreneurship, this event is designed with your specific needs in mind. It's an opportunity you don't want to be missed. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it will be an epic experience. So join me and 15 plus other top female entrepreneur experts for the rise of the entrepreneur navigating the entrepreneurial landscape for female professionals five day summit. Together, we're going to dig deep into our wealth of expertise, offering invaluable support for career professionals and entrepreneurs like you. Every year you see my friend Sherelle Slace host this event and collectively she brings in over 4,000 women at all levels wanting to implement new strategies and take their businesses to the next level. And I'm so excited to be one of the guest speakers this year. And I'm also attending this event myself and I would love to invite you to join me. So this five-day virtual summit runs May 13th through 17th And during that time, you can catch all the replays of the trainings. Trainings like From Unknown to Unstoppable, Publicity Tactics for Fearless Female Entrepreneurs, or Manage Your Money Like a Boss, or Navigating the Entrepreneurial Landscape for Female Professionals, or this one I'm very interested about, Top 4 Legal Mistakes to Avoid on Your Online Business. And my topic is unleash your strengths and thrive in entrepreneurship. So you're not going to want to miss this one. So reserve your spot now. Yep, go ahead. Put this episode on pause. Go over and register and then hop back in here to finish listening. All you have to do is head over to rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. So rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. I'm sorry, rise summit. There's only one S there. And I will put that link in the show notes for you as well. So do me one more favor. If you register, pop into our new motivated for more Facebook group and let me know if you'll be watching the summit next week. We can compare notes together. All right, my friend, hope to see you at the summit. And let's get back to today's episode. To the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter. I went from building a chimney cleaning business with my husband to ranking in the top 1% as a leader in network marketing to my true calling as a visionary strategist and coach. I'm passionate about helping others navigate the sea of business and life. If you're ready to leave the daily grind behind and discover the joy of entrepreneurship, let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Hey, friends, and welcome back to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter, and today we are going to dive into some thoughts I have after reading a book this weekend. And the book was from another strengths coach, Brent O'Bannon. And Brent is a strengths coach for strengths coaches. <laughs> and he has an awesome book called Selling Strengths. And I actually sat down Sunday morning. 
Saturday morning. What day was it? No, yesterday. Um, and just, I had some downtime and I actually just sat down and read the entire book in one sitting, well, besides getting up to refill my coffee. Um, and it really left me with some thoughts on how I'm going to take what I learned in the book and use it for myself, but then also how I can share this information with my clients and help them figure out how to sell with their strengths, which was the premise of the book. And I love the book because it's just a fresh, different perspective on selling. And it really... um resonated a lot with me because, you know, I've been in sales pretty much my entire adult life. And normally we do the sales training, you know, it's the, you know, 10 steps to be better in sales or, you know, five key things to do. And it's usually like a cookie cutter approach to selling. And for most of us, that probably isn't the right method to do unless it happens to align with your natural strengths. Um, And even if it doesn't align with your natural strengths, the method that you're doing, it may not be duplicatable because if you lead a team, you're going to have people on your team that have all different strengths. So what works for you isn't going to work for everybody on your team. It may work for one or two. And I love the approach Brent took in The Selling Strengths because he really teaches and talks about just diving into your top five strengths and figuring out what's the one that you really want to lean into. And that's the one that you focus on. And you become known for being, um, you know, that coach or that person that does things in a way that leans into your strength. Um, So when you figure that out and you figure out like which strength that you want to lean into, when you are totally at your best, you will just naturally attract more people and feel more comfortable with this approach because you're going to start attracting the people who want to learn from somebody or want you as their consultant or want you as their leader um, who naturally align with your your natural strengths. So it just makes it easier for you. And you don't feel like you're struggling all the time when you can do this. And after reading the book, I realized like, okay, so if somebody in sales, which is By the way, 99% of us are in sales of some sort. No matter what business you're in, there's normally a piece of it that you have to do some sales, whether it's marketing your business, uh, maybe you're a coach or you're in network marketing or you're an entrepreneur, you have to market your business and that's sales. Um, Maybe you're even (laughs) like a nurse or a teacher. You got to sell people on you know, taking the medication, doing the program, uh, you know, to become better and healthier or, you know, sell the kids or the parents on doing the work that you're talking about. So you may not even realize it, but you were in sales. So leaning into this thought can really help you excel. But if you take that piece of it, of figuring out your one strength that you're going to really you know, hone in on and become known for, along with how you like to sell, 
And this is especially true if you are in specifically sales. And what I mean by how you like to sell, some of us like to teach. I've always taken a teaching approach. So when I'm you know, selling products or something, I love to teach people how to use them. I love to teach them how to, you know, when I was in skincare, how to take care of their skin. I took a teaching approach. I know other consultants that would take a knowledge approach. They love to share their knowledge about the products um, with people. So they become the expert in that. Uh, One of my friends, she just loves to entertain people. So she kind of took an entertaining approach. And when she did an event that was selling, she was very funny. And people loved to be in her space just because she was entertaining. And of course, they would buy too, because they had fun. Others like to build a relationship with their clients. So knowing how you like to sell, and I'm not going to dive too much into that today. I will do another podcast on this in the future of knowing how you like to sell. But my whole point in mentioning it now is that if you take your your strength you're going to lean into and just own it, own that strength and pair it with how you like to sell, you will become such a master salesperson that you're going to feel authentic. You're going to feel like it's almost easy to present your products and, and to sell to people. And people are just going to gravitate towards what you're doing because you just become such an expert and a master at selling. And you're doing all that without this, like, again, the 10 steps to become a salesperson. So it just feels better when you can do it that way. So after reading the book, I just started really spending some time besides thinking about how this could be used in other people's businesses of thinking about my own top five strengths and which one is my one that I really want to own and I really want to lean into. And I'm going to share a little bit about my thought process here because we're going to do two episodes about this Selling Strengths book. Today, I'm going to share, um, you know, my thoughts and how I'm taking this and starting to think about my own top five strengths and which one I'm going to lean into. And I'm going to cover two of them today and the next three in the next episode. And again, just kind of giving you my overall thoughts today. But in the next episode, I'll share my thought process of how I'm deciding which one to lean into so that you can take that thought process and that strategy to create your own you know, dive into your top five and figure out which one do you want to lean into and become known for. Um, So like I said, today, we're just going to kind of do this overview and I'll start my thought process and then we'll finish it in the next episode. So as I looked at my top five strengths, um, you know, I thought about my number one strength, which is futuristic. And futuristic, as you know, those of us that are um, have a strength in futuristic, a talent in futuristic, we love uh, that painting of vision for the future and the possibilities that lie ahead. And as I thought about that, I, I could lean into that one and really lean into working with the pioneers, the entrepreneurs, especially startup businesses. And others who just want to be world changers. As futuristic, we love the idea of creating something exciting and new that's really going to change the future. Um, 
I could lean into using that futuristic to work with individuals who want or need someone to help them envision what could be instead of staying stuck in the here and now. Um, I know when I've really um, owned my futuristic, um, one of the things I love to do is help people paint a picture, like a clear vision of what they want their future to look like. And I'm really good at creating that vivid in details of the possibilities that lie ahead for them when they tap into their um, their plan and their vision and their future. So I'd be totally happy leaning into that one. And then there's also the strategic. And strategic's my number five. But I honestly feel like I use my strategic probably more than any of my other strengths. So it would feel very natural to lean into that one. And with strategic, I love to help create that plan of action. And I realize this strength when I was working with, I remember the conversation, because you know how sometimes there's just those conversations you have with people that kind of stamp that imprint. And they're like a moment in time that when you think back to them, it's like, oh, this is a significant conversation. And maybe sometimes when the conversation's happening, you don't even realize it's significant but you, or why it's significant, but you know that there's something significant about it. And it's not necessarily the topic you're talking about. It's just the how it's flowing. And that happened to me once, um, well, more than once, but there was one conversation that I really vividly remember. And I was working with a consultant and I remember saying to her, it's like, well, you can figure out your own strategy. And she came back to me and she said, Sherry, I can't figure this out. I need your help. And it was like this ding, ding, ding light bulb moment that I realized like, oh, that's one of my top five. Strategic's one of my top five. So strategy comes easy for me. And I always, and I remember thinking, well, why can't they figure this out? (laughs) And that was before I really knew all the ins and outs about strengths. <laughs> and and I realized now strategic wasn't one of her top 10. I don't know where it fell on her uh, Clifton 34. She never took the full 34, but I'm guessing it was probably pretty low. And I realize now the power, because that's what happens sometimes with our top five, our top 10, because they are so easy for us. We don't recognize that that's a strength we have that others don't possess. We just sit there and wonder, well, why can't they do this? I don't understand why you can't think this way. And like I said, now I realize that was my strength, not hers. So I helped her come up with the strategy. Because somebody with high strategic, we're able to really see clearly the if this, then that. So, and the why behind what's going to happen. That if you do this thing now, then this is going to be the result, good or bad. Um, And I always wonder, like, why why can't you see that? (laughs) 
So I could definitely totally lean into my strategic and work mostly with teams and small businesses who are looking for that strategic partner, be more of a consultant even than a coach to help them accomplish big goals. Because with this strength, I know I often see opportunities others are missing that, again, that if you do this, then this is going to be the result, good or bad. Um, I love to brainstorm. Give me a whiteboard and a goal to reach, and I will like brainstorm all day with different ideas to come up with and then, you know, figure out which one's the best solution to hit the goal. So I could totally see myself owning that and becoming that strategic partner for a small business or an entrepreneur or a leader who just doesn't have strategic high and needs that strategic partner to help them figure that out. Um, So those were two that I was really thinking about, the futuristic and the strategic. And like I said, in the next podcast episode, I'll share my other top uh, five strengths and how I could possibly lean into them and which one would really serve my clients best and make me happiest. Because that's the thought is that if you lean into one of your strengths, that when you work in that strength, it just lights you up. Like it's that one thing, like I said, if I have a whiteboard and a goal, like I'm just the happiest thing, you know, happiest camper there. Um, So when you lean into that, it's just that thing you could do all day long. And that's why I loved this concept that Brett shared in the book, Selling Strengths, that when we can just figure out what is that one strength that we're going to totally own, we're going to totally lean into and become known for, then what's magical about it in Brent's book that he shares is you start attracting the right clients to you. You don't have to work so hard to sell because people, you start to become known as that person and they see like, oh, you're a strategic coach. I need somebody on my team to help us strategize. I'm going to hire you. Or, oh, you have that futuristic visionary mind. We need that person on our team because we're kind of stuck in the here and now. We need to hire you. So they start to see your greatest strengths is exactly what they need to hire. So I hope this starts to give you something to think about. And of course, if you haven't yet taken your assessment, I highly encourage you to hop over to Gallup, at least get your top five strengths done. You you know, at the same time, you can purchase the uh, StrengthsFinders book and get your top five, and start really diving into that. What I really highly recommend, though, is go ahead and get your full 34 assessment. And if you need a coach, let's talk. And actually, I have something I want to just kind of share with you as we close this podcast out. Um, But let me know, what are your thoughts? I'll also share the link to the book that I mentioned, the Selling Strengths book with Brent. And um, We'll see you back on the next episode. So friends, as I shared, I do have something special I just want to mention to you. If you're curious to learn more about your strengths, um, and did you know 
that over 25 million people are already using their Clifton Strengths Assessment to thrive at work and in life. And I'm on a mission to show high-level network marketing leaders and entrepreneurs how to tap into their God-given talents so they can sail to their next level without burnout or overwhelm using my Sail With Your Strengths method. Because here's what I know to be true. Most high-level leaders are stressed out and working way too hard to reach their goals. And as a former network marketing leader myself and a Gallup certified coach, I can show you how my strengths-based success method can increase your sales of your team, give you more time freedom, and help you sail to the next level. This is one-on-one personal coaching with me, and it's for those of you who are already in a leadership position who are seriously ready to go to the next level. And I've only taken on six new clients right now. So if you'd like to jump on a no-obligation call to learn more and see if you're a fit for this program um, and or, you know, how we can support, how I can support you uh, in your business, like we covered in today's episode, use the link in the show notes to book your 30 minutes Connect with Sherry call. It's a no-obligation to you or to me. We can just hop on this call, see if we're a fit to work together, how we can, how I can support you or not. Um, and dive into some things. Or you can email me at sherrymiterco at gmail.com. Or of course, find me on Facebook and hit me, a, hit me a DM. All right. Thanks for listening to the show. And we'll catch you back in the next episode.